I see where your strong points are and I see where your weak points are. And since I have no judgment, uh, what happens is that, oh, hey, this is your weak point that you might not even know. It might be a long history of, you know, your family. So it's like, hey, you know what? It's time to let go of that weakness. Welcome to Masajati's podcast, Exponential Intelligence, where you can transform simply by listening. Experience the power of frequencies and the next step in consciousness evolution. Welcome to the podcast, Exponential Intelligence, uh, where I know all, I see all. And that's a big question that uh, people always ask, um, is that, can Moss read my thoughts? Uh, and yes, and no. And the reason why I'm wearing this tinfoil hat is you know, from the movie, if you ever saw the movie Sign, they wore the tinfoil hats. And it, by definition, a tinfoil hat is a hat made from one or more sheets of aluminum, foil, or a piece of conventional headgear lined with foil, often worn in the belief or hope that it shields the brain from threats such as electromagnetic fields, mind control, and mind reading. So is it real? Let's break that hoax. So no, if this isn't real, it's not gonna, it's not gonna affect uh, or protect you from mind readers. But also, uh, can I read your mind? That's a yes and no question. Okay, so let me explain. One, the way my abilities work is I'm more of a, uh, a reader of patterns or algorithms. So I read your algorithms on how you would think. So I wouldn't know, I would see your patterns on how you would think, but I wouldn't know, say, the logistics or the specific topics on what you're thinking about, say, the specifics of what you're thinking about or what you've done in the past. Two, uh, just to explain it another way, say I'm, I'm a creator of a database, right? I create the database. What you put into that database is your business. I can't access that database. I can't access the data files within your database. I can access your data and how you format the files. Does that make sense to you? So how does that work? How do I extrapolate? So what I said was a yes and no question. So can I read your mind? Well, if I read, if I understood your algorithms, I would understand what your next thoughts would be simply. So for example, Google, uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube, right? They're all based on algorithms. They're all based on what the patterns that you run or the, you know, the clicks that you've done or the searches that you've done, right? And then they extrapolate or it's an algorithm on what you're going to like. And then that's how they say, serve you, um, an, ad an advertisement on what you might do next. And they're very, very accurate, by the way, uh, very, very accurate. Uh, there's been cases where you know, people get married and according to what they've shopped for, what they've, uh, you know, searched for and all that stuff, they actually understand when that couple is thinking about getting pregnant. And then they'll start to serve them advertisements on, you know, diapers, baby cribs, all those things that, you know, expecting, you know, parents would, uh, would buy. That's how accurate algorithms are. So in the same space, uh, if I can read your algorithms, and again, much more accurate than Facebook, your government, your mom, you. Uh, I can extrapolate what you might be thinking of. Simple as that. But again, uh, so that's that's one aspect of it. Two, um, reading minds is pretty damn boring. I used to have that ability in the past, uh, by the way. And it's not that. It, and I think it was just when it first when it first came to me. Literally, I could. Uh, you know how you just 
repeating patterns. People have repeating patterns or they keep thinking about things. So, you know, it gets boring for yourself to read, you know, to, to, for, to listen to your own mind. Now think of other people's minds. It's like, holy crap. And even the most, say, exciting, it's like, I wonder what, you know, Elon Musk or I wonder what, uh, you know, some of the famous actors or actresses are thinking about. It's probably boring as hell. It's probably more boring than what you would think your mind is for, uh, what you, you're thinking. So no, that system, again, in the beginning, I used to do that just to show or as I got into my abilities, just to kind of show what the possibilities of what could be, but then it wasn't really beneficial for me. And the reason why it wasn't really beneficial is that at the time I could read your mind, and this is where non-judgment comes in. Uh, at the time where I could read the mind, uh, I wasn't at the level that I could be non-judgmental, okay? Uh, and that taught, taught me to be non-judgmental, by the way. So as I read people's mind, you know, I started to say gravitate towards what they would be, what like living in their shoes, and it would it it would allow me to go shit. You know what? If I lived in their shoes and if I had the same experiences as they did, I would probably be thinking of the same thing. Okay. What most people do, I mean, most people, you know, you think that you know you're not reading any people's, you know, anybody's thoughts, but you're judging people all the time, right? When you connect with somebody, when you look at somebody on you know, on the screen or you read their newsletter or whatever it might be, right? You meet them, you know, you, they cross your path, right? Walking by, uh, you're judging them uh, by what do you think? You know, their clothes, their attire, all those things, sure. But at a deeper level, at a frequency level, they're sending you, they're, it's like a radio signal. They're always sending how you should look at them, okay? So reading people's minds um, really allowed me to see how people see themselves. Okay? And then it was really a, a strong cornerstone for my abilities. Uh, through, throughout, as you say, leave that space, uh, I, I don't read people's minds anymore, unless you know, it's, they're very uh, abrasive or you know, um, they're, they might attack me or something like that. I can experience you know, or understand what they're doing just to, for safety mechanisms of me, my kids, or others. Uh, I can do that aspect of it. But again, for the most part, uh, I do not read your mind, uh, and nor would I want to read your minds, by the way. It gets pretty boring. If you knew what somebody was thinking about, there would be no interaction, okay? Some of you might go, well, shit, that's really cool because in sales, I can do it this way and I can do it this way. Well, you can do that. A better version of that is that if you, again, understood people's algorithms, like I do, and I teach people that, uh, on how to do it, you'd be a master salesperson. You'd be a master influencer without knowing what their thoughts are. Because if you understood their thoughts, basically you're just regurgitating what they're thinking and nobody goes higher. And that's why, again, Google, Facebook, and so on, yes, they're fantastic trends. Yes, they might serve you what you need, but then it's just a cycle. You, they don't go beyond what you need to help you further yourself. So that's another reason why you really don't want to read people's minds. Although it sounds pretty cool, it gets pretty boring, like I said. Some people feel really uncomfortable with my abilities, right? Uh, and, and, and I can understand that. Some of, the, some of your deepest, darkest secrets that you've hidden away you know, forever now is exposed to, say, a guy you just met, right? Or say that somebody goes, oh, I have a friend that has this issue. Well, I can read that person, right? Now, one thing, uh, again, 
is that I don't share anything personal that that person that other person wouldn't know already because it wouldn't really benefit them it wouldn't benefit you so there's that there's that privacy uh, aspect of it that uh, again I wouldn't share anything personal especially if it's say like online or you know in, in it, for the masses it just be you know for you and that darkest deepest secret that you might be holding on to I might not know the exact darkest deepest secret but I would understand say the, the form or the environment that you create because of that darkest deepest secret if that makes sense to you so yes uh, I do do that uh, also when you're at the level that I am, there's no judgment. I have no judgment for you to achieve the level that I am. You can't have any judgment because if you did, it would filter out what other people would experience in their lives. Okay? And as you filter out those experiences or as you say filter out through your own judgment, well, it limits who you can read or who you can analyze. So again, the higher and higher you go, you don't have judgment upon yourself. So you're not gonna have judgment upon others, right? And that's really key to be a top level human, right? Uh, hopefully we can all transcend into that level where we really don't have judgment on, you know, how people got to where they got to. Because look at your life experience, right? Your life experiences, well, uh, let's just say, no matter who it is, there's always things that we didn't wanna expose, we didn't wanna, uh, you know, we just wanna retire from those experiences. And that's to do that, you would have to delete, say the underlying frequencies on why those things are, or why those thoughts are still within you. Other aspects of it, again, as far as being uncomfortable, uh, again, I don't, I don't share your deepest, darkest secrets with anybody. Uh, if I did read them, I would just share it with you. Because if I did, I would lose my abilities and it's not worth your, uh, your secrets. Uh, the other aspect, and this is, could be a concern for people uh, or for company heads and so on, uh, and this was a, a real situation. It, it was, uh, I'm not going to name the company, it was a second level person uh, next to the owner of the company. It was a huge company, by the way, huge company. And he came to me because he had nerve issues that he couldn't resolve in any other way. So uh, I thought it'd be cool to like tap into him and, you know, we got to be friends. But, uh, and I go, oh, you know, hey, how's it going? You know, I was text we were texting back and forth. And he goes, hey, how's it going? Uh, I see that you had this and this happen to you. You know, just generalities. And, you know, he started talking to me about that. And then he started to get really, like, closed off. Like, again, putting that hat on. Like, it's like, shit, that guy can read my mind. He's, he's going to know all the company secrets and, you know, all our, our latest innovations and all that. Can I do that for you? Can I do that? Uh, no. Uh, I can't read anything that would be, say, detrimental. Uh, one, if it was detrimental for the world, uh, I could read it, right? So again, anybody that's out there that's you know, planning a scheme and so on, I could probably read you know, what they're thinking about or the next phase, I can do that. But for the most part, you know, company secrets, things of that nature, uh, no, I, I cannot read that. But the theme of where you're going uh, I can uh, I can see and understand it, it this is also beneficial for those and the reason why I have these abilities uh, again for companies is that it allows companies uh, and I've helped a lot of companies unlock the next best thing so what I do is uh, I analyze where you are right or 
the invention that you're trying to promote or create. And then I, uh, I leapfrog to the next level or to the next stage of that. So that access would have to be open for me to, again, help you leapfrog into, say, well, uh, the next best thing uh, for your company or for yourself. Another aspect of it, uh, yes, I do, I do see your patterns uh, and, you know, again, just through observation, you know, I would understand what you would be thinking about or how you would think. Uh, I would understand or maybe tap into certain experiences that would benefit you if you, you know, expose them. Uh, I can see that. So, so the key is that, and this is what's sad about what's happening in today's society, okay? Because the consciousness that's coming through, uh, and it gets a little deep, but just bear with me, again, this is for high-level XIers. The consciousness that comes through dictates a transparency, okay? It's a reality of transparency. So no matter what you do, a lot of things are being exposed in this world, right? And that's what's happening for you. The reason is, is not because somebody is trying to pass a new law or, hey, you know, somebody, you know, is a whistleblower and all that. Sure, it's literally the consciousness dictates that we become more efficient. To hold on to those distorted patterns or, you know, things that you want to hide, it's not efficient for anybody, right? So open communication uh, is really important. And that's why, you know, the government, uh, Google, Facebook, and all those, those entities want to know everything about you. Right? And that's the key. So that idea, that brainchild of wanting to know everything about you, again, they use it for the wrong purposes. And that's where we get in trouble is that they'll use it for the wrong purposes. I have the same access or even better access to information. Uh, I don't have to, uh, you know, watch or eavesdrop every step that you take. So it's, again, it's more personal, but where they're using it to go, oh, okay, we can sell them more product. We can, you know, control their minds and we can do all this. Uh, I have the same access, but what I do is like, oh, I see where your strong points are and I see where your weak points are. And since I have no judgment, uh, what happens is that, oh, hey, this is your weak point that you might not even know. It might be a long history of, you know, your family. So it's like, hey, you know what? It's time to let go of that weakness, right? So it's some somebody like, like a trusted, deeply trusted friend that you can say, release all your, say, uh, secrets and distortions that you might not, not even known. And, and as I help you ascend to that higher level, well, you accept yourself as well. So, and that's really the key. So imagine that if all people, again, it's the age of transparency, would look at you without any judgment. How would that feel like? You could be you, but then it also allows you to be you and understand the weaknesses that you have and eliminate them. So everybody would be helping everybody else go, hey, you know what? That's a weakness that you have. Let's help you resolve it and let's help you ascend to a higher level which allows me to ascend to a higher level and so on. Imagine the consciousness or the reality that we could exist in if everybody has like, well, uh, open access to everybody else's pattern. With that in mind, just note that the personal, personal stuff, you know, the connections between and the intimacy uh, of a couple and so on like that, of course, those would always be closed because that connection or that distinction of couples, and that's why, right? Because you're a couple, not merged with anybody else. Those aspects of it will still be closed off because those are very, very special to those individuals, hence, you know, a couple, right? Thanks for joining. 
The episode you just listened to is encoded with frequencies of higher consciousness. It's normal if you begin to feel differently or confused. It's the process of change. For best results, observe and practice spatial referencing. Ask yourself, what if I could choose things differently? To learn more, subscribe to the Exponential Intelligence Podcast, sign up for the newsletter for exclusive information and offers, or join Maz on social media through the links in the show notes below.